Welcome to Mixed Noise, episode 93. Today's Tax Day. Tax Day. 2015. I'm Marcus. I'm Jesse. And Jesse? What's up? You paid your taxes? Yes, a while ago. You, okay, okay. No, you, you, know, you know what happens when you don't pay your taxes, right? I don't make enough money to pay taxes, so I don't have to pay anything. I, I don't. That's not how it works, Jesse. I uh, might want to go me. back and uh, go back. That's and look what at rappers that. tell me. <laughs> and oh, hey, DMX in jail. <laughs> Oh no, no, Jesse. That's the, according to Kendrick. That's just racism. Not yes. refusing to pay taxes. They just don't know any better. Come on, stop it. <laughs> um, but you know what happens though? It's it's not the tax man. They don't put you in jail, Jesse. The government? The, nope. The government doesn't do anything. What do they do? The Illuminati. Oh, they put they, you in jail. They they send Madonna after you. That's why um Bill Cosby got caught up because of Illuminati. They were tired of his shit, and that's why yeah. when he raped all those women, we had to talk about it. Are we sure? Are we sure that's what happened? Or, or now, now follow me here. Follow me here. Okay. Okay. Uh, Bill Cosby's evil twin brother it cloned uh, from his dick. No, I'm just go ahead with raping the, women. I'm just gonna go ahead with the Illuminati. Hmm. hmm. Okay. All right. All right. We 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 can see that. Or you know maybe he did it himself. I don't know. But <laughs> that's crazy. You know Stop that. Yeah. Who knows? Uh, the Illuminati has a lot of resources, Jesse. Yeah, a lot. Mm-hmm. And and they've been eyeing a certain fucking Canadian recently. Right. And the initiation is you get a kiss from Madonna. You get you kiss Madonna. You tongue mouth her, open mouth to get in, initiated in the Illuminati. Yeah, yeah. She she sucks a little bit of your soul away. Yeah. It puts a little bit of her into you. And guess who did what happened? Guess who it was that happened to that to them? Our boy who loves sitting. You in guessed chair. it, Drake. And and see the thing here is that Drake wasn't even the target, Jesse. He wasn't. Who was, who was they, the target? Justin Bieber. All the Illuminati, like the information they were getting and their like fucking smoke signals that they send to each other was there's a Canadian running for president. Oh. Give him Madonna. Oh. And and they just assumed, oh, it, it has to be Drake. Like clearly. Nope. Yeah. Nope. They messed up. They messed up. That's why Drake he just he didn't know. He wasn't prepared for it. He didn't he, expect them to he send threw up Madonna on stage. at him. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Let's talk about that video though. Like Madonna tongue mouths him, and Drake's reaction to that whole shit is priceless. It's like he smelled old coleslaw in her breath. <laughs> like she made bad potato salad or something. <laughs> like she forgot to brush for the past few months. I know. Oh man, Drake just... was not happy. No, he wasn't. I I I read some. Uh, I don't even know what you want to call it interesting takes on drake's heard, reaction people are yeah, like oh no she, no he he was like he was just shocked that it happened i'm not going with that that's not a shocking face no that's a, that's an i'm disgusted face <laughs> he drops his head after, after everything after he makes that face he drops his head and just like oh <laughs> yeah. i made that drop before it's disgusting it's it's just one of those things he gave up on life like he is a true performer through and through but even even then he just couldn't pull it together he just had to stop for a split second drake almost quit rap it's like i'm done i'm done with this famous shit (laughs) (laughs) this is too much um no but someone told like i I was reading too and then i saw that someone said that she bit him but which kind of seems plausible but maybe but he just looks so sad and defeated he looks so disgusted (laughs) yeah if like i got bit i'd be a little like and it was like Ah. not not a good way be a little mad mad about it not like oh oh no biting like because she slaps his hand out of out of of the way because he's trying to grab onto her hair or some shit like force her down more i guess and then she bit him that's what they're saying this is the quote-unquote and uh yeah that's why he had that reaction but i don't know no i'm not buying it 
you want to believe that story? Uh, no. I think Twitter Twitter pretty much has it down. Like, he was just so sad he didn't get to know her first. <laughs> I know. He wanted to say, he was so sad he couldn't save her because, you know, Madonna's rich. So, there's no saving there. <laughs> oh, poor Drake. And then. Poor, poor Drake. What's this up? Might, this Something else like, happened to this fool? Yeah. He, um. He released a song the other day, and this should go in our music part, but I guess I'm, I'm, I'm just going to go ahead and go with it. All right. Um, this song is awful. This might be the worst song he's ever made. And it's like, <laughs> he goes back to, you know, being mad at his ex for not showing up somewhere. <laughs> it's so bad. Drake really knows how to make three songs. But Marvin's Room was good, though. Meh. Good for the moment, I think. Especially for my, in my part, moment in time, gotcha. like. That shit hit hard, but if I listen to it now, it's kind of corny, and it's kind of fuck shit, too. I but just stops. That's that. I don't I don't get that mentality, Jesse. Like, it's, it's just, not like you're going back to listen to Spice Girls and like, oh, yeah, fuck this shit. It is. Quit playing <laughs> it really, with my heart. It's like, no, not quite. It really is, though. Like, ugh, it's kind of, I tried to listen to it the other day, and I couldn't do it. Like, ugh. Are, came, you know what, Jesse? I'm just saying you could do better. I'm just saying you could do better. Tell me, have you heard that lately? <laughs> song's terrible. Uh, now. I mean, at least it's no bitch better have my money. Bitch better have my money. So, I, I never really got your opinion on that one, Jesse. Eh. It's the, it's the weakest bitch better have my money song ever. Like, and, you know, and... how there's so many songs, so many rap songs, bitch better have my money, and that shit goes, oh, literally, like, you have, a, you have a title named bitch better have my money, that song is going to be fire, more often than not, right? Not this one, but I, I mean, I get it why girls like it. Whatever, man. You guys don't get it. Girls don't get enough of uh, that kind of shit, you know, for themselves. But so it's whatever. it's like it's like Mexicans who like latch on to George Lopez. It's like he's not good. He's just all you got. <laughs> true, true. But I don't, I don't know. I just get it. You know, they don't have enough people out there making that kind of music for them. So whatever. Isn't that all Beyonce does these days? Yeah. Yeah, so they gotta hang on enough. to their, they gotta <laughs> they gotta hang on to their wins. Megan Trainer, like it's it's that's all it is now. Here's some lyrics yeah. from that Drake song. Why you never come? Why you never come to where I stay at? Always hanging out in your New York condo. Condo. Why you never come to where I stay at? If anyone knows, girl, I know. Why are you? Why are we wasting our relationship on a relationship? <laughs> this man. Well, see that last line. It's like the only decent one from it. No, it's not. It's not. Ugh. What, you don't like this, the sentimentality behind that? No, it's corny. And he, he just makes the same song over and over and over. It's ridiculous. He knows how to make a good uh, party song. He knows how to make these kind of songs. And he knows how to be uh, uh, introspective every once in a while when he's like talking about his mom or whatever. But the dude still talks about like driving out Kura, Acura, or riding around in Toronto, or the six, as he calls it. And uh, His woes, man, man. With his woes, which is... He's got a lot of woes. <laughs> You, did you see the rap genius <laughs> critique for that word? People no. are running through the six with my woes. Like people think that's going with their friends, but really he's going. He's running through Toronto with his uh, troubles. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what. No, woes it's mean. not. No, it's not. It means your friends is a New Orleans term. Juvenile, juvenile uh, used it back in the day with back that ass up and ha and all that shit. You, I, I don't believe you, Jesse. It's true. That that's a shitty way to describe your friends. Running through the city with my woes. Anyways. Yeah, because it's, it's so close to hoes too. Like, I, we need better words out here, Jesse. It's just a New it's a New Orleans term, New Orleans street term. When you know, New, New Orleans, Orleans is fucking up, and what's Drake doing talking 
about New Orleans stuff. Because he talks like he's from Houston, but he reps Toronto, and then he uses <laughs> other slang. He's the worst. I hate him. But I'll listen to anything he drops. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, I hate him, but he's 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 my boo. Um, all right. Well, uh, I'm trying to think of people we hate on on you know the the biggest show of the of the year that came back, Game of Thrones. Seriously, about that premiered, but like, who's who's there left to hate? Seriously, that's it. But even then, I can't. Cersei, Cersei, I can't really hate on her though. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, she's just sad right now. I pity her. Oh yeah, she is so sad. This is like, what do you do? (laughs) But whatever. Um, I don't know, man. She's the only one left to like generally hate. Uh, what's up? What? No, because you're 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 saying stuff. No, I thought you were. What's up? I don't know. She's just she's the only one that could like root against for or laugh at or something and now i'm just laughing at her i pity her more than her. I, I i think because of that i might like have been harsher on danny this uh this episode than the normal because uh i mean daenerys uh, he, here's a here's the thing you put your goddamn kids in a basement lock them up in the dark for like however long it's been uh they're gonna be pissed like don't be surprised when they're pissy at you yeah yeah, I don't. We, we talked about this at, at, when she did it at the end of last season. It's like, what? Yeah. You're good behaving kids. So let me put them away. Not not the one who's like out in, in the fucking countryside. When maybe training those dragons to get the other dragon. And ah oh man, she needs to watch some more DreamWorks, dude. Like, she, she just does. doesn't know how to train. She definitely needs to watch How to Train Your Dragon. Hiccup could teach her a thing or two. God damn her, dude. And did you think for an instant there? So uh, when we're over in I don't even know the name of those places. Marine places. Marine. What? Marine. Marine. Is that it? Marine. Yeah. Yeah. So like at the beginning when we we see one of the the Unsullied like go to that brothel, I honestly thought for a second there that they recast the main dude and then that they killed him. Oh yeah, I thought he I thought he was dead. And then, and, and then we, we see him show up, and I was like, oh, okay, cool. Like, after they did that, that recasting with the, the leader of the, the fucking mercenary group, I was like, oh, yeah, they'll just recast anyone to just, you know, play, play it off as if they're the same person. So Daenerys' aide, she basically threw the vagina at uh, Grey Worm when she was asking him questions about why they go to the brothel. Like, we know he has, doesn't have a penis, but she was still like, hey, man, are you down the fuck? Are you, are you still, what are you doing down there, huh? <laughs> You didn't catch that? No? I, I, I didn't read that from that <laughs> in, in exchange. I thought it was very in, inquisitive. I, I like, did. Why would he go? She, she was like, nah. See, you would have lost it too. <laughs> Grey one gave her a straight out answer. I would have played that. Oh no. Why don't you find out? Some shit. I don't know. But like, you don't have a dick, Jesse. Where's your dick? Oh well, man. I want to figure that away. <laughs> find a way. Yeah, she's fine. But, uh. She's bad as hell, dog. Um, do you think all of the Unsullied go there just to get, like, babied? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Where, where's my mommy? <laughs> I have no penis. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, our boy Tyrion out there making his way to Daenerys with uh, Varys. Tyrion's out there struggling. Yeah. Uh, get your shit together, Tyrion. Like, I don't I don't have patience for him right now. Mm-hmm. What else it's... happened this episode Um, before we get to the Jon Snow? Right, um, right. I mean, well, so, like, so Tywin is super dead. Super dead. Um, I thought Jamie and uh, Cersei was going to have sex again near the <laughs> near the burial. And I, and I was watching, um, I'm watching Game of Thrones, like, from the beginning again, because my girlfriend's getting into it. And, mm-hmm. uh, the first episode, they're, <laughs> they're near a burial again. Like, 
very first episode, and then you know when they bury Joffrey, and then this one's weird. Who died in the first episode? I don't. Uh, they mentioned his name briefly, but it's like. Uh, was it the last hand? Yeah. Okay. That's how. how um. Uh, that's how. Um. What's his name's? What's his name that died? Ned Stark. Ned. Yeah. That's how he um, got the hand. Right. Yeah. Because they they killed him. Because Lysa like poisoned his shit. Yeah. Yeah. Word. Yeah. And, and speaking of which, uh, there's Littlefinger and uh, Sansa. Sansa dyed her hair, right? Like, I'm not yeah. crazy? Yeah. Okay. And, Which uh, is, is sort of like, all right, can you back up off, off of that, like, for five minutes? Because if she was acting more evil, I think that would be, like, one of those things, like, okay, this is cartoonish. Mm-hmm. But I guess I can, like, sort of write it off as, well, she's being a, a teenager. What they do? I'm going to dye my hair. That's what teenagers do here. Yeah. And I, I do I do like that little the little punk kid, uh, you know, sucking on, on mama's titties all... When he was like eight or whatever, thirteen, I liked him getting like his his shit knocked around. That was yeah. that was a nice little moment. That was fun. <laughs> it was really funny. Yeah, but um, I guess the more more interesting plot or storyline in this episode was Jon Snow's. Uh, I don't even know why it was more interesting, but it was just the aftermath of the battle at the wall, and Stannis is still there, and you know Stannis is trying to get the wild, and he's getting to his uh. His army to fight against. See, I, I thought that was going to happen by like default. I didn't realize he had to like try to do that. That's like, oh, okay, you got the army, so you got like the king. Like, okay, that's just. Was, I thought it was a foregone conclusion that they would sort of all join forces, but I guess yeah. not. No, nope. and uh, he has to convince uh, old boy to his, bend the knee. Yeah, bend the knee and join his crew. And he didn't want to do that. Marcus did not want to do that. That was pride, dude. I don't give a yeah, shit what he says. Pride. That was pride. Too much pride. It's not about. It's well, not about he, the money. What do you say? He gave this whole speech. He said, "Fuck the pride." It was more, more than that. But no, it was. It was about that. It wasn't. It was just pride. Yeah. <laughs> John Snow tried to convince that dude. He didn't want to yeah. do it. And then they burned him alive. And then John Snow uh, mercyed him by shooting an arrow in his yeah. heart. And and uh, it was you know it was sort of lingering so long on that. I thought eventually he was going to turn around and say, "No, no, yeah, I'll serve you or whatever." Like. I thought he was going to panic, try to reverse his course, uh, man's radar. And um, and so when, when Jon Snow just kills him, I was like, oh, okay, well, yeah, I guess that's fine. Because when you, you keep having Mance look at, like, the, the wildlings and they look back at him, I thought they were trying to, like, do some eye language. Like, hey, is it cool if I bend the knee now? And I thought they were starting to be like, I guess. <laughs> but maybe not. No. But um, good first episode. Just set the table a little bit. Yeah, just sort of, sort of catch us back up on like and start move, moving some pieces again. Give us an idea of what's what the seasons maybe might be about, like what the overarching goals could be. Because yeah, the way it ends at the end of uh, season four was just okay. Uh, now what? Um, <laughs> well, you guys, you know that uh, HBO had their shit leaked. Uh, all four episodes, the first four episodes of uh, Game of Thrones lead to us. I don't it's know what there. you're talking about, Jesse. Out there, Marcus. Sense. I don't know what you, don't, Ready to know what you mean. If we're ever interested. HBO released one episode this past Sunday. That's all that's <laughs> ever been released. You know how mad HBO has to be, man? Just like, well, initially, until the, you know they got 8 million viewers to watch it still. But initially, do you know how like panic it was in that room? Just like on, the, I think it was like a week after they released HBO Now. Right. And... See, that's what I thought. It was like, oh no, HBO now fucked up, and now they're gonna like, okay, never mind, we fucked up. We're not gonna do that. <laughs> no, back out, time out. But no, uh, I guess you know people watch this still, so they didn't lose that much yeah. money. It couldn't yeah, lose no one cares, money. dude. We're just we're gonna watch it the way we're always gonna watch it, and that's me using Jesse's account to watch it after it airs on TV. Whoop, whoop. 
<laughs> hey man. Oh, HBO I, Now's out there. Go get yourself a subscription. Go ahead. I don't have Apple TV. You know? Do you need Apple TV? But you needed Apple TV. No. Yeah, like that was their big like announcement. Like, oh yeah, we're just coming to Apple TV first for three months. Which is uh, oh, how long Game of Thrones lasts? Oh, hmm. How about that? Weird timing, huh, guys? Huh. Huh. I guess you're right. HBO Now is gay then. Keep keep, keep my shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What kind of shit is that? You're going to put on Apple TV like you're rich. Fuck out of here. You're already asking me to pay $14 a month for this shit. Hell no. But it's not It's not the worst subscription price. But you're going to have to have Apple TV. And you, what's what's the price to get Apple TV? <laughs> it's only like 70 bucks now. Oh, for real? Oh, never mind. I take that back. Yeah, yeah, but it's like it's something I would never use for anything but this. Like, sure I, don't, I don't have a bunch a of shit way. on iTunes. I fig- I'm sure you figure out a way, though. Like, you download something. Y- I don't know. Y- yeah, like using someone else's HBO Go account. Oh, <laughs> that's a great way. Um. Yeah. Anyways, though, oh, it was a cool... I, I do want to mention one, one, one more thing that we sort of glossed over a bit. Because it's one of those things like, what the... Why? Uh, What's her name? Brienne. Like, mm-hmm. she's just being pissy, too. I don't know. Maybe the fight yeah. from the helm would, you know, took her out of it. Or like the way Arya reacted and like ran away. And so yeah. Brienne's like, well, there's that. I tried. <laughs> Fucked up. All right. Yeah. Yeah. She needs to get her shit. To- Everyone needs to get their shit together, Jesse. I so, think that's sort of why I'm, I'm is, is like middling on the premiere as, as opposed to others. It's just because of like, stop fucking up, you guys. Like when Jon Snow is the one doing the most in an episode, something's <laughs> gone wrong. Yeah. Daenerys is still can't get it down. Like she has like a, a freedom fighters out there in in her city fucking up her soldiers. Like can't get her and dragons on order and yeah, shit, just man. like those dudes from Three Hundred and stuff. That was weird. Yeah, the Illuminati. So it's the Illuminati, Westeros Illuminati. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so uh, you know, decent episode. It's 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 good to have Game of Thrones back, and uh, you know, pretty much we'll just see what happens next week. Oh. Maybe oh maybe we get some Arya. I forgot yeah. she wasn't here. Yes, yeah, maybe we get some Arya. That'd be dope. That'd be cool. Yeah, that'd be fun. Should we go to uh, Mad Men? Yeah, let's hit up. Let's hit up Mad Men, dude. Uh, this episode very like understandable. I didn't feel as stupid watching this one. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how I felt about this episode. I don't know how I felt about this. It kind of made me feel that, you know, Mad Men possibly jumped the ship. I don't know how this is going to play out the last one, three, four, five episodes. I don't know how it's going to play out. And it's like last, the part two, season seven never existed. And it had annoys okay me. What? You'd be okay with the, the second half of season two? I mean, season seven never existing? No, I'm saying like in the episode, in the context of the show, it, with the characters, it seems like anything that happened in that season didn't really affect them in some sort of way. And it's weird. And that annoys me and i don't know this whole episode with um don and the waitress and him trying to be captain Sabaho again and that's what he loves doing man he just loves putting that cape on and yeah. i don't know and the, he's trying the, he's trying to find meaning somewhere jesse megan i think she's gonna die i think she's gonna get killed by um charles manson because i know they're bringing charles manson this season you think so yeah that's and it's a given it's a given it's looking that way I mean that I'd I'd be okay with that. I'm sort of done with Megan. And it turns out that she sucks at acting. No, she can't get a job. She blames Don for it, which is partially his fault. I mean, she gave up um, the soap because she's Don told her that we're moving to L.A. And it turns out, no, I'm not moving to L.A. <laughs> and then yeah, she lost. She's out of the job. Um, when she comes back to get her things and her mom gives everything away in Don's house, you know, I just so annoyed. Vindictive bitch. By the whole thing, like what the fuck can't wait till don gets home 
But um, also with Megan's mom, you know, giving getting rid of everything in Don's apartment, like I was so annoyed by that too. And I was like, I just can't wait till Don comes home in, in the midst of all this. But he didn't come home until like everyone was gone, so that annoyed me. But uh, I don't know where I'm was gonna end up with the Mad Men man. But I just I already don't really. This season, this episode left a bad taste in my mouth. I didn't really like it that much. But, I mean, what was bad about um, it though? Or is it just you just didn't like the I stuff that happened just, in it? Because those are two different things. I just don't like the stuff that I don't like the stuff that happened in it. I mean, it was, I mean, it's probably quality is still pretty good, but it's just like this far in the season and this being the last season, I kind of expected like stakes to be higher at this point. That's never been what the show was really about know. though. The last season was, and the season before that, it was, but I don't know. I, I feel like constant uh, career pressure isn't exactly what the show does. And we still have that with Ken. He's still this, like, looming figure. He could do anything to the firm at any time. I, I think, uh, as Mad Men has always been, it's about, like, wrapping up these character arcs. And so that's why we had the return of Linda Cardinelli's character in the in the elevator as another one of those reminders moments. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was funny. And then... Uh, I, I don't know. It's just like for me, like going back to Megan, I, I don't know. Like I, I again, I think she blames blames Dawn too much and she never takes her own, you know, any accountability for like her own failures. It's all just, oh, Dawn, you did this to. Yeah, yeah she exactly. Sucks at that, exactly. Hasn't it's that. I don't know why the mother turns around and, and is like super blaming Dawn for like what exactly? Like that was that ruined your, your family. Like somehow he ruined their whole family. It's like, no, your family sucked. Don't put that on Dawn. <laughs> Yeah, you're out here fucking Roger. Yeah. Roger and Pete's been the most entertaining characters in this season so far. Um, well, like Pete's little thing with Don, where like, like, oh, he, like he wasn't dressed for golf. He's like, oh, I'll just roll up my sleeves. You know, they'll love it. And Pete's like, yeah, they probably will. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, <laughs> that's about right. Don, Don dropped a old school Don line in this episode. It's 3 a.m. in the morning. Uh, you know yeah. why you're here. <laughs> <laughs> Don the God. Uh, yep, man. It's, I don't know, dude. Like, I I, I really liked it. And I, I sort of like that idea of what what the waitress is. Because, like, here, you know, she isn't as yeah. repulsed by him as she was before. You know, she she does still tend to gravitate towards uh-huh. him. And it's sort of like, but even even still, she, you know, she was never this, this big, like, open and, and friendly person. There's always this underlying sadness with her and almost an uncertainty. And, it, and it's just sort of like Don's just trying to, like, hey... How about this? No. How about that? No. How about this? It was always his opposite thing, and yet he still, in in the short term, ends up like, okay, he still gets what he wants, just he, he doesn't really have all the answers the way he sort of normally does when it comes to women. And, and um, then that... Five more episodes. And then that, oh. that opening, like, with um him with the milkshakes, with, like, with his kids and stuff. At first, if, you know, if... If they didn't really have the kids there being a, a big sort of part of the scene, like being so in the forefront, I would have thought that oh, it's just like a flashback. You know, it seems so much like the old, mm. old, old life of Don's. He being a psychiatrist is hilarious as fuck. Oh, that's dumb as dicks, dude. It's hilarious. I, I just, it, it, it's not real, right? Like, that's just not real. Apparently she is. Go for her, though. Go ahead and get your bachelor's. <laughs> no, she said master's. Her bachelor's. I don't know. I mean, I read bachelor's. Mm. Yeah, I heard masters, but then I was like, "Yeah, when did you get anything? <laughs> like, when did you get a bachelor's or anything <sighs> else?" Uh, and then there's the there's the whole thing with Peggy, the the art guy with beard, who I really like, and like that chick in the suit. Yeah, and her trying to get it on with both of them. Peggy. Yeah, and and throwing off a threesome here. <laughs> what you thought that's what was coming? <laughs> Come on, Peggy, just let it happen. 
see i don't know and i i liked that the the art dude pretty much got he fell into her trap yeah. You know, like, yeah, she, she, she that, that art chick played him like a, like a fiddle and she tried to do the same to Peggy. And at first it looked like, oh yeah, like she knows what to do to, to Peggy too. And Peggy's like, nah, not really down for this. Like back the fuck up. So, so yeah, man, I, I don't know. I like, I liked Peggy's, uh, storyline here and that she's, you're sort of seeing how curmudgeon she is. It, and I don't even really want to paint it that way because it's more like, all right, here's this, this brand new amazing art director person and yet she's still just trying to like i'm gonna sleep around and and that's sort of what she does that's how she that's how she gets stuff done and that's not really a brand new idea it's just that's the same old same old same old and just a new packaging really that's not what harry told um Megan oh to god do. yeah <laughs> forgot about that moment <laughs> yeah and she got mad dude harry sucks yeah he's a, he's the worst and he's always like he's opportunist yeah he's the worst kind of opportunist though Oh, he's just and he's really he's just really bad at it. Yeah. Like I, I I don't know, man. Like I I I disliked Megan so much in this episode that I I, I didn't know who I was rooting for in that scene. <laughs> Neither. Just enjoy the train wreck. Um. Oh. I just it felt more like a goodbye to Megan though. Like I wouldn't be surprised if she shows up dead. Which, like I said, would be fine. Uh, what did yeah. you think of the million dollars, Don Gaver? Um, I was like, damn, Don has a million dollars ready <laughs> to give away like that? What the fuck? Yeah. That was initially what popped in my head. Like, he's really that rich. That's what that buyout was at the end of last season. I, yeah, I guess. I was like, wow. Um, I don't know. That's what Megan wants, right? Yeah, it's all she ever wants. It's like, oh, yeah. I, like, I want more money. Need more money now. Yeah, you owe me. Yeah. I don't yeah. know how long that's going to last her, that million dollars. So, that's another thing that Pro- popped in my head. It's not going to last long. <laughs> Yeah, and, and and that's the thing too. I sort of start to wonder, like, is she gonna come back being like, "Oh, I want more." Yeah, Just keep trying to get more and more. Don't give it to her. Whatever, man. You think so? I feel yeah. like he's trying, to, like, that squared away his conscience. He's like, "All right, this is it." No, you. I think that you. She comes back. Whatever, man. Here, what you want? He did it before with um the crackhead. I mean, he gave the crackhead money. A lot of money. Not a million dollars. I know, but it was just like I don't think he has a problem with that. Whatever. Uh, it ain't a thing. And but then so. Uh, we also, okay, so with that waitress, we sort of find out why she's sad, the mm-hmm. whole, the whole kid thing. One of them dying and one of them with her father. Yeah, because she just, like, she couldn't deal, which is weird, though, that, like, she, you know, one of the reasons she wants to stay away from Donna is that she stops thinking about her, her kid. Well, really, the kid who died, but, you know, her kids in general. She just doesn't think about that when she's with them. And, and so you get that whole thing, like, she, one of those, well, she doesn't want to forget it. She feels it's pretty much disrespectful to, to not think about it. Yeah. And, and yet, I, I just, I don't know, then why'd you run, you know? <laughs> yeah. If, if, it, if it really bothers her that much, she wouldn't have ran. No. Her apartment's really shitty, man. Yeah. Yeah, it is. But, <laughs> really I mean, what, what, that's, that's what happens when you're living in New York City, Jesse. As a waitress. I want no parts. Don wanted all the parts. I know. I'll up in that. Uh, so who's worse here, Don or Drake? Uh, that's a good question. That is a really good question, there, Marcus. I guess Drake because Don at least he has masculinity holding him up. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> at least he got have that a little bit of a pass, you know. At least yeah. when he enters the room, you're like, oh yeah, that's a man right there. Don't fuck with him. When Drake enters the room, uh, whatever. <laughs> uh, I'm more worried about Don stealing my girl than I am about Drake. Oh, of course. I mean, he, does Don even really have to try, or does he just sort of... He just shows up. Yeah. Hey, I'm Don. <laughs> oh, no. Where'd, where'd they go? Oh, oh they're in the alleyway. Man. Fucking. I Damn just it. just got drapered. 
Yeah. Damn it. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah. Um, I you know I kept expecting to see uh, what's his name, Cooper. <laughs> For whatever reason, it's just it's sort of weird. It's like, oh, I keep thinking he he's still around somewhere. He'll just On pop up. On the trailer, up. it kind of seemed like he was supposed to be like Don's conscience or something like that, but it hasn't showed up yet. I mean, maybe it'll be at a more pivotal moment yeah. down down the line. But yeah, um, I mean, overall, beyond that, I think that the only other moment I sort of want to hear your thoughts on are it's really the ending when he comes back to his apartment and the empty apartment. Like what I think he's oh. meant to do. Or like like what did you make of his reaction to that? Like of course you know of course there's that initial surprise like oh all the shit's gone but then clearly something else pops into his head you know directly after that I didn't really notice that what did you think of it because I I, I just see. thought he was just like shocked and I kind of zoned out after that oh I see see that's the thing I like I don't know because part of it for me feels like it's part of a of a, of a projection of like what I would feel would be like why the fuck I give her all this money look she just keeps trying to take more and more and more um when when, when he goes in there you know another part. Like, I, I never felt like, oh, yeah, this is what I deserved sort of thing. I, I never read that from the scene. Um, and then the other one was just more of, of a reflection of, like, okay, here's yet another one of his, like, past lives. Just, like, it's done. You know, any reminder of that, it's just, it's gone. It's not there. That might be it, because he was just talking to um, the waitress about his house. Like, Megan did it all. Right. So. And, and now it's it's not a, a blank slate again. Like, I would never call it a blank slate because that, you know, that implies a, a new, like a fresh beginning. Because it's, it's not fresh at this point, not anymore. Yeah. And that's part of what he was saying when he was trying to, like, sort of convince the waitress. Like, hey, you know, it's, there's been others, like, before. Like, this, trying to say, it's like, oh, it's not a rebound sort of thing. And and really, when he says there's been others before, like, it's sort of a weighted statement. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I guess that's it for Madman, right? Yeah, yeah, it's pretty much it. Uh, like I said, I, I I liked it. I think a lot more than than you did. Um, but it's uh, I'm I'm still not really. I I can see where you're coming from in that like it doesn't feel like it's it's the end. Uh, too much. Like again, I feel like they're they are wrapping up a lot of people's things, and there's a sort of tone to everything where it's like this is the end. Um, but. I, I compare this uh, episode and really like, you know, these two episodes so far with um, the other show I've been watching that's fishing up and that's Justified. And like Justified has a much more sense in every interaction between all the characters that like this is the end. This is it. You know, the, and, and they all know that it's all coming to some sort of conclusion. Uh, it's just up in the air as to what exactly that conclusion is. Um and here it doesn't it doesn't really feel as much like that like there is a hint hints of that here and there it's just more of uh here's where we started sort of stuff especially with the dream episode with all those callbacks and like mm-hmm. sort of here here's where we are now not so much and we're at the end now yeah just want to get their personal personal on man <laughs> that's what I, I want to happen. Did you see that um David Chase wrote a whole article about the Sopranos season series finale? Yeah, I, I didn't I didn't read it yet, but yeah, I saw what that. Asshole. Asshole. Did he say he was shit? No, he just said like it is what you wanted to be. It was the end, but don't stop believing. Blah blah blah. I never really uh, meant for people see, to think d- that he doesn't died. say anything. <laughs> it doesn't really say anything. I, just, I hate it so much. I'm like, you really just wasted my entire time on here. Like, just smell again, it, again. <laughs> David Chase. <laughs> didn't, yeah, didn't he come out and say something at the end of last year, too, about it? Yeah, no, I'm just saying, like, he wasted my time with the series finale, and he wasted my time oh. with this shit to explain it. <laughs> Fuck you, David Chase. Got you still. Yeah, asshole. When's the next time you're gonna make a show, David? Huh? How about that? Well, what has he been doing recently? Nothing. Well, he made his mag- magnum opus. He's just, he's done now. Do something. Yeah, he uh-huh. is. He's writing articles about his old stuff. <laughs> asshole. Did you watch any other TV? 
I sure did, Jesse. Well, hold on. David Chase is old as fuck. Never mind. Don't do anything. He, he's done? <laughs> that nigga's old as... Man, he's 69 years old, but he looks like he's 80. He looks stressed oh, out. Yeah. Never mind. Go enjoy yourself. He says, people keep asking me about this finale. Here, let me let me solve it for you once and for all. <laughs> like an there old man There is no would. solution. Or maybe he just forgot, like he's seen now. He's like, oh, I, I, you know, I didn't mean that. I don't think, but uh, it's whatever you want it to be. Okay, all right. That's the solution. He has a miniseries coming out called Ribbon of Dreams. Uh, On HBO? In, yeah, set in 1913 that followed two men, one a college-educated mechanical engineer and the other a cowboy with a violent past. They become so, friends. Okay, so we're just getting Red Dead Redemption. All right, thanks, David. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. Uh, you watched anything else? I, I, I did. I did, Jess. You see, th- lately and on the past, I don't remember how many years it's been now, but like, there's this recent thing called Netflix. Mm-hmm. And they've decided that instead of just showing us a bunch of old TV and like old movies that we've already seen, we're going to put out new stuff. We're going to put some new shit. And, you know, they, they, they put out House of Cards, which, you know, sort of sort of new, you know, well, I mean, or just New Black. Bojack Horseman, like uh, that Lily Hammer, which I haven't seen yet, and that that Bloodline thing, which I haven't seen yet, and that other show that I haven't seen yet. But something I ha- I did see because it's like oh oh comic stuff, Daredevil. I think I already saw that. Like it was really shitty, right? Like it had that that dude, he's Batman and. And like that chick, yeah, Yeah. and Colin Farrell, like, yeah, that no, I don't want, I don't want to watch that. It's trash. And then almost immediately, I see people being like, it's not bad. And then I I saw like the main dude is fucking Owen from Boardwalk Empire, and I'm like, all right, I guess, I guess I'm in. Jump in the first episode. Oh, like that first fight, what? I wasn't too like, eh. I was like, yeah, this, this is all right. It just felt like, yeah, I'm watching an Arrow sort of TV show again. Okay. But, like, the more it goes on and, like, the tone they take and, and the cinematography in the show is like, oh, no, they, they put in a lot of effort to this. And and there's a certain, and with that tone, it, is, it grounds it a lot more than other things. And, and it really felt like, uh, I don't know, the way I sort of expect something like Daredevil to feel. Uh, and, I, and I really like that, appreciated that. Um, you know, the big thing that everyone talks about is the fight at the end of episode two, which, yeah, was super cool. Um, and in general, the thing I like about the fights that, that you do notice, even from that first fight, that, that did set it apart a bit. And that's sort of where I was like, oh, that's, you know, that's an, a neat little touch that's appreciated, especially when the dude's supposed to be just a human guy. You know, he's not a superhero in, in like a Spider-Man sort of sense. He's, he's a dude at, at his core. Fighting's hard. Fighting gets tiring, Jesse. Like if you ever go to the like a boxing gym and you try, you know, hitting hitting the 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 thingy, the punching bag for a while, or <laughs> even just doing some of that footwork, like shit's tiring. Yeah, <laughs> the thingy. That's funny. Well, you know, the red thing. <laughs> it's a speed bag, man. It's a speed bag. That's what they call it. Speed bag. Oh well. I, I I expect box. No, I guess I don't expect that much from boxers, but Stop I expect it. someone to come up with better names. Ugh. Here's my speed shoes. Those are my speed shorts. <laughs> that's a fight ring. Like, okay, guys, thanks. That's a thingy. Yeah. Now that yeah. right there, Marcus, is a thingy. <laughs> red thingy. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about when I say red thingy? Oh yeah, that 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 thing we beat the shit out of really fast. Yeah. That exactly. You're right. It's a rhythm, um, man. Like. Yeah. You, you get rhythm and technique to do it right. I, I understand, but still hard and tiring. Um, but yeah, so I, I definitely like that. I like the way that the the dude Owen plays. Um, you know, I don't know his, his real name, Jesse something maybe. No, nope. uh, I do know his name, but now I forgot it. <laughs> uh, what's his sure, name? it's not Jesse. 
It's like Charlie something. Like, I think his name's Jesse. No, it was like Charlie Cox? Yeah, that might be it. Charlie Cox. Oh, Charlie Cox. Okay, guess it's not Jesse. What am I thinking of? Anyways, <laughs> um, but yeah, I like the way he plays that he, you know, he plays Dare- Daredevil. Uh, Matt something? Yeah, um, Matt Murdock is is the the name of uh, fucking Daredevil, and I you know I like the way Owen played him. Um, he felt more, I I guess I don't want to say sympathetic, but he felt more like a person than than for instance Oliver Queen on on Arrow. Um, you know, there's just a, a certain warmness to his his normal you know Matt Murdock uh character. I, again, don't want to call it alter ego because that's like the, who he is. That's the person. Uh, you know, it's not so much the, the daredevil alter ego. Um, and so like, I, I appreciated that. Uh, additionally, I like the way they, they've sort of portrayed his, so here's the thing, blind people, like they're superheroes, Jesse. Oh, really? Appar- apparently they just all are oh. like, I'm, I'm, I'm not quite sure how they're explaining it away that like he's special in the way that like his, you know, his heightened senses allow him to do more than just a normal blind person would. Um, like they do mention like some training at some point, but it's still like he, there's an initial, like he can hear stuff like way, way better than a normal blind person uh, should by, by this show's world. Um, but the way that they portray it, like I felt, if I remember correctly, you know, and it's been so long and, it, and like we mentioned bad movie, but like, I felt like they, they tried to really paint, like they, they would show what he saw a lot in, in, in Daredevil and the way they did it there, I wasn't like such a big fan here. They, they, I think they might show it like once what he sees um and beyond that it's it's mostly just they they play on what he hears like they especially early on i appreciate it you know i've I've always sort of harped on like i hate it when shows have to spell it out for you like what's going on or when they'll do a flashback when they're referring to something that happened in the past they do a quick like oh yeah that's what they're talking about hate those so much because it it insults the audience's like ability to like understand like and follow the plot and follow like what they're what they're doing and so here where they're showing you not telling you how for instance and again this is just pilot stuff he you know he uses people's heartbeats to tell whether they're telling the truth or not um and stuff like that it, it you know it's not there's no inner monologue saying like that's what he's doing you just understand that's what he's doing when like you know he he stops to evaluate uh when they say something and then you know he <clears throat> proceeds from there um and i i really appreciated that you know later on i think in episode three or so they, they do touch on it when someone asks him about it um but it, it's it's not one of those things that like uh they, they put it in there to explain it to the audience it's, it was just one of those things you know when when a superhero's secret identity is found out it's always fun for them to finally be able to talk about it with the people in their lives and stuff like that it's, it's that sort of uh uh you know conversation about the powers instead of a, a, an explanation um and so I, I really dug that like i mentioned before the action scenes are great uh it really felt like they they put some effort into making the action feel hard hitting <laughs> and and pretty exciting to watch um you know there's, there's a few flips here and there where it's like i don't know if that flip was necessary you know they sort of put it in there for visual flair but it's never too distracting and honestly like his uh outfit that he uses right now it's it I, to me it looks cool like i like it you know it's sort of reminiscent of, of, of a zoro a bit but like it you know it's over his eyes and i just like the way it looks you know it's going uh sort of going back to like batman year one stuff where you know they're barely starting out so like how how you know they don't have that high-tech costume or that that you know that really nice well-made costume right from the get-go you know this even even spider-man like he you know he didn't go dressed out in in his costume like right away yeah in that first movie he pretty much the second time he's spider-man he does have it but otherwise it, it's you know it usually takes a while and i like that they show that sort of transition into something more um 
but yeah, uh, a lot of people marathoned it. I have coworkers who Friday night they marathoned it into like just Saturday morning. All right, then they were done Saturday morning and they passed out. Uh, I've I've sort of had to space it out more. Um, I'm on the last episode now, and I definitely recommend it to everybody. Cool. I heard it's like as well as uh, Batman shit. Like when people were watching, they were thinking like, man, they could probably do something like this for Batman. Oh, no. uh, I su- I suppose they could. I don't know. Like again, for me, Arrow always feels like man. They just want to have Batman. Like even even a Razal Ghul slash Rayshad Ghul, however you want to say it, is is an Arrow, and that's just like that's that's Batman. Like that's a Batman thing. <laughs> like what the hell? Um, yeah. And and here I, I I don't know. I guess they, when people just associate the gritty with like the with the more modern Batman, and I guess I I can see that. Um, it it's. It's I don't know it's it's really strong. Uh, the thing is is that this does take place in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. They reference the events of Avengers, you know, even even in passing, but they do reference it. And so it's it's interesting to see how they they'll uh, sort of reconcile him being in this world with people like Iron Man and 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 Thor, you know, where he's just like he's a dude. Um, and I think sort of what the Netflix show like brand is doing is that they're they're taking it more to the the street level of things, stuff that like the big heroes aren't really going to get too involved in because it's not like the the people here in, on this level are trying to take over the world and stuff. They're just being super corrupt and you know they're they're really um, exploiting other people. You know, it, it's very much not something super fantastical. It's pretty much what we already have now. Uh, of course, it's simplified to to fit the the narrative TV needs to follow. Of course, yeah. Um, oh, and additionally, the the Kingpin Vincent D'Onofrio's portrayal of Kingpin very interesting to me. Like, uh, I guess I'm not too familiar with a lot of the Daredevil stuff, especially in regards to Kingpin. You know, my main exposure to him was in the Spider Man cartoon back in the day. Yeah, uh, everybody's villain, right? And so, like, I I'm not too sure what what to make of this one. And and I sort of like how there's a certain level of sympathy that you can see here. It's not again thinking of the Spider Man cartoon. He was such a just sort of villain where it was very clearly super evil dude and here there's a little more ambiguity like he does bad things but what are his uh, intentions behind it all mm-hmm. or he's pretty dope in it yeah definitely definitely recommend it jesse I'd, I'd recommend see this is the thing here uh you know for a while there i was just saying like watch flash like that that was the big one i i was recommending recently is that like oh i mean it's so good it's so fun they put a lot of feels like they put a lot of budget into it at least the effects like look really good and the and and it was so easy it's like agents of shield fuck that gotham fuck it like arrow yeah watch it but like after flash sort of thing um but now I, I I don't know I don't know which one to say because they're two different shows you know Flash is a little more lighthearted a little more fun it does it's definitely have its serious moments still and there there is a good you know narrative arc there but this is a pretty well made show and you know I'm I'm glad it's out and I'm it makes me look forward to those other uh, Marvel Netflix shows that they have on the horizon. What other ones do they have on the horizon? Do you know? It's uh oh god damn it I I I wish I had it off offhand. It's it's the black dude and the reporter chick. Oh, <laughs> uh, something like the Punisher or something. No, yeah, um, no, not not Punisher. It'd be cool if you know the right people do it. Oh, it's cool. it's Jessica Jones and then Luke Cage and Iron Fist are, oh. are, are the other two. Okay. Well, do you have any other TV? Uh, Before I get into my movie shit. No, no, no TV for no other TV. Uh, I'm gonna expound upon except that Better Call Saul ended this past week, and they stuck the landing. Okay, I'll watch it on Netflix. Um, you gotta wait till Netflix real dude. It's all out now. Just fucking download it. I watched. I'm gonna get into How to Train Your Dragon two first. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm How to Train Your Dragon two. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and talk about that. Um. I really enjoyed it. I don't think I enjoyed it as much as I liked the first one, but 
I don't know, like when I when the movie's over, I just like, no, I want more dragon stuff. I, I want to see more more of this. Can I get another hour? Um, I thought it was cool how they you know came up with a story that was interesting enough for a second one. And uh, it's really cool how they make the dragons more like dogs, and they're more animated in this movie. Uh, what else? I heard the characters sort of like took a step back though, like the yeah, supporting they, cast. Yeah, they do. It's more about Hiccup and his shit. And, well, like, and, and like not even so much that, but like also like some of them they kept around because they were in the first movie, but there's like they had nothing to do. They were just uh, there for the sake of being there. Yeah, it does get sad on you for a little bit. Um. And then they have a third one coming out in 2018, and that one's supposed to explain why dragons are not around anymore. And that one, I'm pretty sure that's going to get super sad. Like like in our time now? Yeah, yeah. Pretty sure it's going to get super sad on us. Or they're going to go off to special dragon fairyland. Maybe. That'd be cool. That'd still be pretty sad, though. I don't know. But I enjoyed it. i give it, like, a light eight. It's still, like, and this DreamWorks really stepped it up on this uh, movie here. Um, you think with, like, so? the, the effects, like, uh, Hiccups has, like, little facial hair growing in, right? And it's, like, it's so subtle that you only catch it at certain moments. Um, I don't know, there's, like, other things that they do that are pretty cool. But, um, yeah, it was, it was okay movie. I liked it. Um, the other movie that I watched, <laughs> I watched Furious 7. And I'm a fan of their little franchise they have, or not little, but their franchise they have, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm a fan. But... I liked I I liked the first one. The first one's dope. The second one's okay. Third one's trash. Fourth one is a good reboot. Fifth one's good. Sixth one's great. And this one here. And if you guys didn't know, Paul Walker died a couple years ago. Um, you mean last year? Kind of. I think I thought it was a couple years ago. I know it wasn't this past December, but it was a December before, 2013 December. No, yeah, I guess so. November 30th. Oh yeah, I just remember cold and I was at a bar. That's what I remember. That's where you were when you heard. Yeah, yeah. When I heard the news, um, I don't know. I just, I mean, I'm not like that big of a Paul Walker fan. Many people are, but because of this franchise. But I liked the franchise, but not like that. Where when Paul Walker died, it was I was really sad about. It. I was shocked, crazy, but you know, whatever. But yeah. So if you guys didn't know, Paul Walker died, and it really hindered or affected this uh, movie development for the seventh movie, and we weren't sure we we're gonna get it, but we got it. And we got, like, uh, you know, supposedly Paul Walker did enough scenes, enough for them to have him in that movie. I don't think they did, Marcus. Why? What do you mean? <laughs> I, I don't, because the scenes with him were so choppy. They were so bad. You could tell that they were trying to, you know, work around it, you know? like, And really, he only had, like, seven scenes. Majority was Vin Diesel. And, uh, I don't know, and just the way they were acting around him, and you could just tell how, like, yeah, this is... This might have been their first couple takes here with Paul Walker. <laughs> I don't know. You could kind of tell. I think they lied that Paul Walker did all his scenes. They're all completed. Well, no, I thought they said they were going to CGI, like, a lot of it. Yeah, they did They did say that, but they kind of put it out there that, like, you wouldn't be able to notice. They were trying to show to put it off like that. And, uh, you know, no, no, you, you notice. At least I did. I don't know. But... The the plot was so bad. The, I mean, if you look at the previous six films, if they've always had this thing about cars, like it was always a, it was cars and then everything else, right? Um, recently five, six, starting with, or actually starting with four, four, five, and six, they morphed into is no longer about street racing, underground street racing. It's more about uh, <laughs> high crimes, I guess. You know, like government shit, terrorist shit. You know, they have to stop them with their street racing cars. But those storylines that they used in 4 and 5, they kind of made sense, uh, for the most part. <laughs> I mean, it's still like a cheesy action film from 
that's what you're gonna get from it but at least you weren't like they weren't insulting you like they did with this movie um it was just like this whole they wasted jason stayham they wasted this whole plot about it and i guess like it dealt with this hacker that they had to protect who created this program called the god's eye that could see everybody on the earth at all times through all kinds of cameras like laptop cameras phone cameras street cameras whatever right it's supposed to be this useful technology but and these uh terrorists are supposed to get their hands on it but i don't know why they want to get their hands on it because they always show up <laughs> where Vin Diesel and his crew is without the God's eye. They always do, right? So I'm like, why do you guys need it? You don't really, you don't, evidently you don't need it. So I don't understand why this is a big deal for you all to have it. And I don't know how this can be an advantage unless you're like looking for somebody, but I don't know. Uh, the the one-liners Vin Diesel had was just, just disgusting, man. Like, not like literally disgusting. Just, I almost walked out. I almost said, time out, Vin. I'm through. I'm I'm done. No more. I'm not doing this doing this anymore. Like one scene, uh, he was fighting Jason, and he was like, he brought out like a little shoddy, and he's like, you, th- you think this was a street fight? And then he goes, he throws a shoddy away, and he goes, goddamn right, it's a street fight. <laughs> and they fight, and then something happens. Or I guess like a missile like hits the ground they're at, and uh, the 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 ground starts cracking, and he goes, the funny thing about street fights are. The streets always win, and then the whole ground collapses around him. But it, and then Jason Statham falls in the crater. I, that sounds like a normal day. I, I don't understand. What do you, what's your problem, Justin? <laughs> that line it was just killed me. Oh my god, I almost walked out. Uh, the Rock looking on TV because he's in the hospital, or whatever, because he got hurt by Jason. I don't know how, because Rock is big as shit, by the way. Um, <laughs> he's looking on TV and he knows everything's going down in the streets of LA, and he gets up and his his daughter's there and she says, "What are you gonna do?" He goes. Daddy gets to go back to work. And then he has a cast on his whole gigantic arm, and then he just flexes, and then he buzzes out the cast. <laughs> then he takes, hmm. he gets a machine gun, shoots down a, uh, a plane, and then he ran, he runs his ambulance into a drone that was been running around L.A. looking for the Vin Diesel street crew and destroying the whole downtown L.A. Um, before that, you know, I don't think you've seen the trailer, but you saw Vin Diesel, like, uh having a car run out of skyscraper into another skyscraper but apparently he does it for a- another skyscraper <laughs> like there's three skyscrapers he jumps through it's insane um the ending with the way he defeats his enemy is that he takes his car and then he jumps and somehow the car goes sideways and then he has like a bag of grenades that he when he turns his car the car clips this helicopter and the helicopter or the car has the grenades on there and then it, it attaches itself to the helicopter and then the helicopter explodes because of the grenades and then yeah and then the car lands on his back you think Vin Diesel's dead no he walks out cool he climbs out of that car ugh, ugh, ugh. well you know he's a superhero crazy, right? right that was crazy um, them jumping out of planes and then parachuting their cars on top of the freeway and them like magically aligned with the freeway <laughs> was insane to me. This movie was crazy. It was dumb. And I think people like it for the fact that they had a little sweet goodbye to Paul Walker. And I, that's the only part that I really liked. I thought they did that really, or did a well done job for that. Um, did, like they used a bunch of flashback scenes that could say goodbye and then Vin is on the highway where the first uh, Fast and Furious was, and then Paul Walker pulls up, and he's like, he didn't think you were going to go without saying goodbye, right? And they have this, like, last ride together, and then Paul Walker's car. They had, like, a helicopter shot view of the cars on the highway, and then Paul Walker 
exes left on the exit. Yeah. So yeah, it was pretty sad. You know, you got to give your boys a little dap. You know, give your friends some dap. Does, I love you, man. This really sounds like it fits in with this crazy movie, though. Oh no, it doesn't. But people love it, man. I don't know what to tell them. Like my the friends I went with, they loved it, and I was like, did you love it for the irony, or did you genuinely love, thought this was a good movie? I would understand if you loved it for the irony, because you know. I was halfway there until Vin Diesel said, the streets always wins in his street fighting line. And then I was like, no, I'm done. <laughs> and then when he exploded the helicopter with a bag of names, I was like, no, nah, it's for sure. It's over. No, nah, there's no irony in here. I'm fed up. They should have erased this movie. They never should have came out with this movie. People like the cool explosions and crazy car stuff, dude. I wouldn't like John Wick is better if you guys really care about action movies. John Wick, The Raid. I don't know, man. And if you guys really like this kind of shit here, you guys should have gave Arnold Schwarzenegger's chance with his movie, The Last Stand, because it was the exact same shit. Are you, are, you, are you ready to go on record with that, Jesse? It's the exact same? Yeah, there's like race car driving. The guy has to drive on the highway to the city, blah, 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 because he's a hacker. I don't know, man. It's, it's almost the exact same and shit. skyscrapers? Uh, no. Well, but... well, then. Guess who wins? <laughs> Out of ten, I give this a solid four. Oh. Solid four. So, not going on your top 10 for the year, I'm assuming. Hell no. Nah. Shit is trash. Oh, goodness. Jesse. Shit is awful, man. I paid $20 for that shit. Well, I guess, you know, it makes I'm sense that you're talking shit about the streets, because there goes the cred. <laughs> all night. The night after, because I played beer pong that night, I was using you know, one-liners all day. It was insane. I was ashamed of myself. But yeah, the movie was awful. Oh, goodness. And then, like, they're going to do an eighth movie. Yeah, they are, because there's money in it. Yeah, they made a lot of money with this seven. <laughs> Seventh movie. They're releasing Paul Walker mo- hoodies and everything. Did they really do that? Yeah. Oh man, that's a little that's that's a little too far. Yeah, that's my movie experience. Yeah. All right, all right. Well, I hope hope you can go back and watch. Did you ever see uh, Big Hero Six? I want to. Yeah, maybe, maybe but... you should watch that because apparently you you can handle can handle fast cars, action, <laughs> women, explosion. <laughs> It was insane. It was too much, man. Not enough. It was way too much. Never enough. Go see it. Go see it. I'll, I'll just I'll get it when it comes on DVD. Watch it, man. I just I I dude I haven't cared about that like that series since the first movie. <laughs> uh, you have any music? No, sir. I do not have any music. Alabama's chasing Tyler the Creator out. I'm listening to that this weekend, and I'm excited. Good music out. You think Tyler the Creator is uh, a good music? Yeah, I liked his last last album that he made. Wolf, it's dope. What, was that just last year? Two years oh, ago. Oh, two. Damn. All the years are blending together now, Jesse. Yeah, man. You need to get it together. Uh, uh, what about uh your 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 boys or your I don't know what that what who makes up that group? Tommy and Paula, or Tame and Paula. They haven't came out with the album. Oh, yet. not yet. Just no. just singles and stuff. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. Uh oh, and 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 our girl Madonna, Rebel Heart. <laughs> no. <laughs> are you gonna no. listen to Rate when that comes out? Yeah, definitely. Oh, God. I like Rihanna's music, man. I don't like Bitch, but I have my money. But that's all the album's going to be. It's going to be just that in four or five seconds. Nope. Four, five seconds from Wildin'. But the common thread between those two songs is Rihanna not singing. <laughs> Rihanna's singing on four or five seconds, dog. Singing. Yeah, I guess that's singing. I'm going to call it that. Singing. Oh, my goodness. My goodness, Jesse. Where, where is my goddess? Where is she? Carly Rae, Ooh, save Adele? me. Oh. Uh, someone's got to do it, dude. Uh, pop, like it's it's all you know. I love Uptown Funk, but it's you're the worst. We need, we need some blame fresh for blood it. this year. Ugh. We need some new blood. Uptown Funk. Uptown Funk. Go give it to you. 
Otherwise, you know what we might get if we're not careful, Jesse? We might just get a, a, a whole Billboard Top 20 of baking soda. I got baking soda. I got baking soda. <laughs> That's such a bad song. I'm in love with the go-go. And, the, and that, that the club's going up on a Tuesday. That song's awful. Uh, it's the same song, Jesse. They're all the same song. I don't know what's going on in, in, in like the what? music world these days. Wait a minute. You said, I'm in love with the Coco in Tuesdays. What? No. They're, they're bo- I'm in love the with Coco. the Coco. Yeah, they're both bad songs. Bacon soda. Bacon I got soda. bacon soda. Whip it. Do the- yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's 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 one of the, those ones I do like to like. If I get super drunk, like that's yes. going on. But like, yes. oh, it shouldn't be on the radio. Should be. I'm all for it. Bacon soda. I got bacon soda. Oh, can't can't do. Oh, I forgot. What's up? You, you do have uh, a song? You have something? <laughs> oh, I did. Do I? No, I don't. Um, I think safe to say that Fast and the Furious Seven jumped the skyscraper. <laughs> okay, and with that, that's been <laughs> mixed noise episode ninety three. I hope you die in a fire. Oh, oh, oops, too soon. Uh, anyways, <laughs> peace. peace.